Daily Draft Report. Set your DVR to record now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus to Canton. Heights prospect is Mr. Bailey Zappi. Western Kentucky senior quarterback, six foot one, two hundred twenty pounds. And to talk about Bailey is my guest, Hannah Page. How are you doing tonight, Hannah? I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. Every time I see his last name, I want to call him Zappé, though. Like Zappé. if I was, yeah, if that was my last name, that's how I'd pronounce it. I'd make people do it just because it sounds well, fancy. That new quarterback <laughs> Western has. I'm I'm going to butcher his last name. I'm not even going to try. I think it's Doge, yeah. Like the coin, I think. I don't know. Like, okay. That's what I would guess, yeah. But I kind of want to say it fancy, too, like Doge or something. Yeah. It just, it just looks fancy. All right, quick recruiting profile of Bailey Zeppe. He was the... <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, Zappi. Now I'm going to do it. <laughs> I suck at this game, I tell you. All right. He was originally a class of 2017. He went to Houston Baptist for a couple of years before he transferred to Western Kentucky. And played to him 2021 there. So at Houston Baptist, he was fairly proficient. He had 2018, he passed for 2,800 yards and 23 touchdowns with 13 scores. 2019, he was 3,500 yards, 35 touchdowns, and 15 yard t- interceptions. But you roll all that together and you get what he got in 2021, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> for Western Kentucky, he had 5,967 yards with 62 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. I, I had to double take that because I knew he had a good year and I knew he led a lot of my C to C teams to like victories and stuff, but I didn't realize he had that many. Holy smokes. Almost 6,000 there. <sighs> That's nuts. That's what most people, most quarterbacks get in the career. So Hannah, what traits and attributes does Zappy possess that you think is going to make him successful in the NFL? So you can interrupt me if this goes past 15 minutes because <laughs> this will turn into Zappy hour. And um, Zappetizer, if you will. I could talk about him, Kitley, Stearns, Tinsley, the whole entire offense, but we're sticking to Zappy here. Um, Anyway, first and foremost, he's intelligent. And I know that sounds cliche. Of course, you want your quarterback to be smart and make good decisions in the NFL of all places. But quarterbacks in an air raid offense, they get a lot of flack and stereotyped as only able to operate within that system, but he's making a lot of pre-snap reads, audibles, checkdowns, and, you know, ultimately priming the offense to score, which obviously they did a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So all of those decisions coupled with successful, consistent execution, you know, those are only good things to possess heading into the NFL. You know, in terms of metrics, he hangs with the best, and sometimes he is the best in terms of EPA, EPA per pass, uh, success rate. So he's up there. Um, Beyond that, and again, I'm going to keep on going until you interrupt (laughs) me. The offense, you know, it allowed him to showcase his ability to make the throw at all levels. I think a lot of people operate under the assumption that because he was in the air raid, WK's offense was relying on short screens, intermediate throws with big yards after catch. But of quarterbacks with at least 25 deep passes, and I'll have to read this off, he had the third best completion percentage 
third most yards, eighth most yards per pass attempt, and fourth most number of touchdowns. And you filter that by 50, and he's the first. <laughs> I think strength of schedule and conference affiliation, true blues, we'll say that Zappy playing for Conference USA won't translate to the NFL. And to that, I say, thank goodness that scouts don't rely on Twitter to evaluate a player. You know, we wouldn't have players like Kurt Warner, Joe Flacco, Jimmy Garoppolo if there was so much stock in conference affiliation. So I bring all of that up to say that Zappy was the same Zappy, no matter if he was playing Tennessee Martin or Michigan State. His play was not volatile. So, and that goes back to his ability to make quick, calculated, accurate decisions. There might have been an overthrown pass or, you know, a pick, but he reads coverages, finds open space, responds incredibly well, and adapts, you know, pre and post snap. I don't know if you saw the tweet from Mike Renner back in January. Um, he posted the thread of farthest career throws from the top quarterbacks. And he didn't have the furthest. I think it was 60. And that was the least of the quarterback of all those 2022 quarterbacks. But what the comments, what everyone caught on to is just how effortless he was when he was throwing the ball. No hitch in his step. And I used a baseball analogy when I watched it the first time. And I was like, you watch it in the stands. And then when you compare it to everyone else, you see everyone else in the thread, they looked like they were throwing from a windup. And he, his looked like the pickoff, just so effortless, just flipping right. the wrist. And now that we're heading into golf season, you and I have talked a little bit about golf before. I'll compare it to this. Everyone else looks like they're on par six, 12th hole of Meadow Farms in Virginia, 800 yards. <laughs> they're just throwing up a prayer, hoping it hits the fairway. And Zappy looks like he's just casually chipping it in, but able to drive the same or similar distance. And they're kind of like the Bryson DeChambeau just swinging out of their shoes. And Zappy throws like Dustin Johnson swings. I think the most impressive thing when watching him was the quick decision making. I, I kept watching to see how he handled pressure. And he never handled pressure because he always got the ball out before pressure got there. Oh, yeah. Like I, I was impressed. And I mean, I hadn't watched him a whole lot throughout the year. You know, I watched him almost come back against Michigan state and scare the crap out of me. I'm a state, <laughs> I'm a Michigan state fan. And I liked how it started. Then all of a sudden you just saw him, you know, started to get in a groove. Mm -hmm. And like you mentioned, he's incredibly quick making decisions and it's not just the slants, you know, I don't know how many times it would be 25, 30 yards downfield and it just would be on a rope pretty amazing to watch him operate he does move around fairly well he's a guy that's not going to get a lot of yards but it, he actually did, had positive yards you know mm -hmm. so he wasn't like you know he didn't get sacked a whole lot and didn't you know but he does move around fairly well in the pocket and he is used to, and he ran track in high school so you know he's got a little bit of wheels if he needs them so he didn't need them you know not not yeah. against what i not what i saw so all right well, so especially behind such a strong offensive line he had right. one of the best in the country so he can do whatever he wants. Right. That definitely helps. But all right. So Hannah, what is there anything not to like about me? I hate asking you the bad questions. Like what is there anything you can see that would hold him back? Of course, I see everything through, you know, my rose colored glasses with him. He is <laughs> the best that's ever been at Western. Um, you know, depending on the team, he might get a hit on that mobility. But 
like you said, he's got great pocket awareness and mobility within that pocket. And like I said, he has one of the best offensive lines in the country, giving him all day plus some. He, there's oftentimes he would just point downfield at anyone, an open receiver, because he had all day. Um, he can stick his nose in the air and get his first down if he needs to. But again, mobility, he'll probably get a hit on that. Height, of course, um, yeah. being six foot one. I say that I'm five foot one, five foot two. So just everyone's tall to me. But, um, you know, he's not Kyler Murray and there's no comparison between him and Kyler Murray. But Kyler and people like Baker have proved, you know, height, the height argument can only go so far. Right. And, you know, you read quite a few people here and there that question his arm strength. But again, I go back to those big time throws. He leads in big time throws, maybe not percentage, because, of course, that's coupled with how many pass attempts did he have. But he's still making those big time throws. And if he was able to get 60 yards with just a flick of a wrist, what's he going to get when he throws his whole body into it? Yeah, that was the only things that that I saw was the... The arm strength, like you mentioned, it, it is, I, I don't think it's as much of an issue anymore. Um, every once in a while, you put a little bit too much air underneath it or it would sail a little bit when it went far down the sidelines. But it wasn't like, it was still catchable. It was still where only his receiver could get it. So it wasn't getting it. You'd rather him overthrow than underthrow. Mm-hmm. You know, every nine times out of ten, you'd much rather him overthrow than underthrow. Oh, yeah. So, and then occasionally he seemed like he trusted him, his arm a little bit. But that's what... It's what he's supposed to do in that offense. So <laughs> people will say that he might struggle to adjust the program to the pro game. And he might a little bit, but I think he's got that decision making and more in the NFL. Now we're relying on fast passes anyways, and then get, just getting the ball out, getting it moved. It's, you know, that West coast air raid is not as much of a hindrance as it used to be, you know, as right. the pro game. I mean, geez, it's pretty much turning into that in front of our eyes where mm-hmm. the corners can't do anything to the receivers. And, you know, so it's, I don't think that's any bit of a a knock anymore. Well, I think with him, it's the unknown. Um, Right. You know, the conference, he takes a hit just for being Conference USA and Western Kentucky. People aren't going to pull up film. They're probably just going to see that he's air raid, and that's enough for them to draw their own conclusions. But once you start watching then and see how consistent he is in those – quick decisions and he adapts and there were maybe two games where he was a little off for himself. And that was, I think MTSU and Marshall, but how quickly he can just get back into it without a problem. Right. All right. And then as far as mock draft database, um, pretty much everybody sees him as like a day late day two, early day three type of pick. A couple people have him going to round three to the lions Round four to the Redskins, five to the Colts, you know, so four, five, six, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like that Lions landing spot. Is there anywhere where you'd like to see him land or any, any team you'd like to see him on? I'd probably see him around the fourth round would be really good for him. Um, I think, he, you know, of course, rose-colored glasses, so he's a lot higher in my opinion. But, you know, any team where he can be a backup and learn from a solid veteran would be good for him or a team in need of a really good backup role, Uh, preferably a team, of course, pass first and not a team that runs a lot of RPOs. So let's go ahead and say no to the Ravens or a team like (laughs) Cardinals, like no. So thinking about who's in need of a quarterback or where he might be a good fit, so either or 
you know, Rams, Colts, Steelers, Tampa, Texans, Saints, maybe Seattle, uh, Browns. I think he could be a really good push, someone to push Baker. Yeah, I'm not super big into the NFL. I watch it, but I'm more like college all day, every day. So I had to brush <laughs> up on all things NFL. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, there's a lot of teams that could use a really good backup in these days. And yeah, as more and more of them get injured and more and more get put into play. But I'd like to see him somewhere where he has a chance. You know, I don't want to see him sit behind, you know, Mahomes or something. I don't, right. I'd, I'd like to see him go somewhere where well, that's why I thought the Lions were pretty good. Because I think they will yeah. cut bait with Goff eventually. I just don't know if they'll ever provide the type of offense that he needs. You know, they're not very right. progressive. They're kind of my second team, and it's frustrating watching them. They're one of the stalest franchises I've ever seen in my life. So, <laughs> so. Well, I'm a Colts fan, so. I'm nice. Yeah, see, I, that's kind of my third team because I lived in Indianapolis for a couple of years. And I actually was living in Indianapolis when they won the Super Bowl. So nice. I, I kind of adopted them as another mm-hmm. team. So I love the Colts. I love Peyton Manning. He's always going to be one of my all-time favorites. So Well, they need help right now. Yes. <laughs> God, imagine how good they'd be if luck would have stayed. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. That's, <sighs> what if? Hannah, tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and what you're working on. I On Twitter, I am at, well, I'm not sure if anybody will be able to. <laughs> If I say my handle, if they'll be able to spell it, it's Hanalei91, but it's H-A-N-A-L-E-I-91. And then right now, I just finished up my first piece, the 411 on the AAC, not ACC is next. And that's four teams, one player, and one coach per conference that everyone should be kind of bookmarking. You may know them, you may not know them, but... Here's what you should know. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, she's Hannah's one of our newest members at Campus to Camp, and she's fitting right in with all of us. She's We're all insane crazy about college football. So we, we say we're Campus to Canton, but I swear our site is like 90% college football <laughs> and 10% NFL. We're all, we're, we're all a bunch of college nuts. So. All right. You can find me on Twitter at FF People's Champ, this podcast, Daily Draft, RPRT. Thank you guys very much for listening, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Yeah.